Hello and welcome everyone to the Mac Live Talks. I'm your host, David Kleis. As usual, I have to tell you that the opinions shared in this show are my own and do in no way reflect the uh, opinions of Sitware, BVBA or any other project I'm currently a part of. Last episode, I talked about coming home and the party that went with that. And uh, yeah, my realization that the clothing of wheelchair users needs some serious, serious innovation. But if you missed that, feel free to check out my previous podcast. Um, And while you're at it, maybe subscribe, show some love. So people started to tell me that if I was not able to find adapted clothing or wheelchair clothing to my liking on the internet, that maybe, just maybe, I should just, you know, make them myself. Um, and uh, that way I would, I would be sure that they were tailored to my specific needs and that they would be safe uh, and help me prevent pressure sores. And after a while, I was lucky enough uh, that someone introduced me to uh, a brilliant designer, um, Mira Solem, who uh, actually now works at, uh, as a head designer at Falke, um, the big company that makes the, uh, the socks and stuff like that. Just check him out. The things she does is, uh, or makes are amazing. Anyway, um, and yeah, together with Mira, I started designing the ultimate wheelchair trousers. Um, and it was uh, just amazing to work with somebody so brilliant. Uh, she came up with lots of great ideas uh, and we were actually able to incorporate almost everything that I needed in such a way that it the trousers still looked amazing. Uh, they were still very comfortable uh, and they had uh, all the features. So there were no trade-offs, you know, we didn't uh, have to compromise on looks or on comfort to get other stuff right. And uh, this went so well that it kind of angered me a little bit that nobody had done this um, extreme adaptations before because they were not super hard to do i mean some of them were i mean uh, the seamless back um that was something that was really difficult because we needed the uh, the back to be curved to fit in a sitting position stuff like that was really technical and she made it look really easy but i know it wasn't um and we had a lot of prototypes and every prototype just got better and better and better uh, and we got really excited about this project
but we weren't the only ones who were getting excited about this. While I was doing this project, I got so many people, uh, especially wheelchair users, asking me if uh, I would be able to make uh, trousers for them, if they would be able to buy them somewhere, uh, if, if I would want to share my designer with them. Um, and that just kind of gave us the idea that maybe maybe there is a possibility to you know make make something more out of this than uh, than just my pair of trousers and after a while of thinking about making this into a business i found this organization that was kind of giving out grants to startups in the healthcare industry um, and i had this really 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 long list of questions that you had to fill out uh, uh, an inquiry uh, if you wanted to you know um, put yourself up uh, for possibly getting a grant from them and I thought you know let's just check how much I've really been you know how much thought I really have put into this by just filling out those questions see what I could fill out and uh, that way I would get a general idea of how far I was in you know thinking about this as a business opportunity and it took me months it took me about four to five months to kind of work through all these questions find the answers as well and well after those four or five months i actually finished the the, the list of questions so i thought you know now that i finished it it would be kind of a sin not to you know try and get those uh, get a grant from from uh, from that organization so I put in the application so about a month later I get this anonymous phone call and it's this person from KBS which is the organization that was giving out these grants uh, t telling me that yeah my project was selected and that um, I would be able to go and um, present my case in a couple of weeks and if I would be so kind to forward uh, them our uh, PowerPoint by next week because yeah the time was running out I don't have to tell you but we did not have a PowerPoint presentation so this was like in the movies all hands on deck everybody just trying to you know type out the business plan and making the calculations you know rehearsing the the, the pitch um, all just you know to be ready in time um, luckily we made the deadlines and the day came that we had to go to Brussels the capital of Belgium uh, and just you know present our case uh, in front of a jury um, that was really really exciting the pitch went um, as good as it as it could have gone if you knew how little time we had to prepare all this now what we didn't know and we only found out after we had done our presentation was that the jury were actually like these super super successful businessmen and you know former CEOs of banks and and the biggest companies in Belgium so Thank God we didn't know that before because, you know, our nerves were, we had enough <laughs> before our presentation and during. So, uh, but that was that. We, we've done our presentation and um, 
yeah, they would let us know um, if our project would get their support. So after this really stressful morning uh, at the capital of Belgium, having done our pitch, um, we come outside, you know, we're still venting everything, talking about what we did and how we did it. Um, but when we get to the spot where we parked our car, the car was gone. And so of course we, we panic because, you know, where the hell is the car gone? But uh, yeah, we look around a little bit and then we notice this big no parking sign right where our car was parked. So we knew at that point that they just they just had to tow our car away. Um, but yeah, we're in Brussels, Belgium, and that the the capital is not a flat city. You know, it has some really steep hills. Um, yeah, and so we had to find you have to we had to Google them. The nearby um, um, police station uh, to go to it to find out where the car was being towed to um, and if we could get it back or not. It's kind of frustration, uh, frustrating because we did have a you know card laying in the front of the window with you know the disability card, so it's actually a little bit dangerous for them to uh, to just tow that car away because if I would have been there on my own and they would have towed my car away I would have been completely and utterly screwed I mean I wasn't able to to, to get out of the, the, the street because it was so steep so I just would have you know had to sit there and kind of you know find somebody who wanted to go to the police for me and get the impounded car for me because uh, I'm not able to get into a, a taxi or anything because I use a transfer plank which I will explain to you in another episode um, anyway but that was in my car or in the car so actually they took every ability away from me to get into a car or to get home um, anyway so what we had to do was look up the nearest police station on Google Maps then get over there which was like one or two or three miles from where we were standing uh, going up and downhill uh, and then when we got there they told us that the, the car was brought to the impounding uh, was impounded in, in a at a location that was like 30 kilometers away so lucky for me I wasn't on my own and my, the partner that was with me just you know took a cab got over to the impound got the car released and then drove the car back to me at the police station and then we got home so uh yeah you could say that that was one of the most adventurous days uh, i'd had so far so after the whole impounded car uh adventure we get home and we we wait. We wait for that one phone call to tell us how we did. And we waited hours and hours and days 
10 days. And after two weeks, we finally got that phone call. There was a woman on the other side of the line who told us that there were 120 projects that came before the jury and did their pitch and that it was a long and difficult deliberation period. Then she continued, but unfortunately for the rest of the projects, your project was chosen as one of two projects that we want to support. My head exploded. Finally, somebody understood the importance of adapted clothing for wheelchair users. This also meant that my project would officially move forward. Hey guys, this is the end of my podcast. I hope you liked it and enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe or leave a comment below and rate my channel. And uh, if you would like to reach out to me or if you have any questions, you can always email us at info at That's info at All right, see you later, guys, and thanks for listening.